This is the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, October 29th. S&P futures are trading essentially flat, uh, down about one or two points. Europe is trading off about 20 basis points, and Asia was a little bit more mixed. Uh, very quiet as far as macro news is concerned. There really was not anything all that incremental out this morning. Uh, Ecodata was minimal. The two big macro themes from the last 24 hours um, really were kind of out during trading on Monday. So the Democrats in the House are going to be moving forward um, with kind of formalizing this impeachment process. There'll be a floor vote this Thursday. I actually think the impeachment process is kind of having positive effects as far as trade policy is concerned. I think it is helping to check Trump's worst impulses um, with regards to tariffs and some of his trade policies as he looks to shore up Republican support, um, not only in the House, but especially in the Senate. And then I also think it helps increase the odds of US, uh, the USMCA bill passing in the House. Um, so perversely, I think it's it's having somewhat positive effects as far as trade in the near term. So um, this vote in the House on Thursday, I don't necessarily think will be um, a huge market event. Um, you continue to have more headlines about various officials testifying um, in the House in a way that kind of bolsters the uh, Democrats' argument um, in terms of this whole Ukraine withholding uh, aid for the Biden um, investigation. Um, but like I said, I think in the near term, it's more positive than negative. Um, and then as far as the UK is concerned and Brexit, Johnson requested an election yesterday that was rejected. That request required um, a supermajority of support. Today, he's going to proposed legislation that will only require a simple majority um, for, le- for a vote. So it looks very, very likely that the UK will have a vote in December. Either It looks like the two dates are either December 12th or December 9th. Um, that, vo- that election, in theory, will help break the logjam in Parliament. That will help make it easier to pass the Brexit timeline legislation. Recall there are two Brexit bills. There is one with the Johnson blueprint, and then there is another one with Johnson's timeline. The blueprint has passed it's now the timeline that needs to pass. So in theory, this uh, election will help break the logjam. In theory, Johnson will will increase his uh, majority in parliament, and then they can pass the timeline legislation um, and leave by uh, January 31st, which is a new deadline. So that is kind of the rough outline of what's occurring with Brexit. Um, other than those two events, really was not anything all that new to say as far as macro stuff is concerned this morning. A lot of earnings out the U- of the U.S. last night. Um, you know, I've, Google sounds very similar to Amazon last week, where you had some ugly headline numbers. But I think once you kind of cut out some of the quote unquote other businesses, and then also they had some investment losses. The core Google uh, business was fine, uh, still continuing to perform very well. Um, you know, similar to Amazon yesterday, where I think if you kind of make some adjustments, you listen to the conference call, the businesses are fine. I don't think any reason why the stock should surge, but um, and you saw it last night that, you know, the, the sell-off really was not that big. Um, Grubhub was probably the disaster of the evening. Um, and then you had a few smaller cap industrials that were also underwhelming. Um, and those names, uh, just to run off some of those tickers, CR, JBT, OI, and XPO. NXPI and semiconductors was probably the most important macro uh, report of the evening in that it was pretty strong on the quarter. And then the guidance was also relatively solid. The management talked on the call about seeing a stabilization in um, trends. So, you know, Texas Instruments looks very much like an anomaly this earnings season um, when they reported last Tuesday, ugly quarter, ugly guide. Um, We've heard from a slew of other semiconductor companies since then, all of which were much more positive. So it's looking like Texan um, is somewhat uh, company specific so far this earnings season. 
So as far as the broader um, backdrop, I still I still feel the same that you know thirty fifty. It's really tough to justify getting above that. I know people are trying to get very bullish lately, um, and they're really basing that view mostly on positioning and sentiment. Um, and I and I I appreciate that there probably are some more um, positioning imbalances that need to be wrung out of the market, and that could create some upside pressure. But just fundamentally, um, you know, I think this is still a market to fade rather than chase up at these levels. Um, that being said, these trade catalysts that are approaching in mid to late November are still going to kind of serve as um, you know, I think, uh, uh, you know, they're going to still place upside pressure. So I don't, I don't necessarily think you should go short aggressively, but definitely don't put on fresh, uh, massive longs at these levels either. So those catalysts are the APEC conference coming up in Chile, uh, November 16th and 17th. There are some, uh, there is some political turmoil in Chile at the moment, which could prevent that APEC event from occurring. Regardless, I still think you'll get this phase one deal signed, whether or not there's a elaborate signing ceremony. Um, it remains to be seen, but that 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 phase one certainly looks like it's a heading to fruition. And then you have the Huawei waiver decision, you have the Eurozone auto tariff decision, and then you have USMCA all in all in that mid to late November timeframe. Um, so that is kind of it on the broader market um, earnings today. Another relatively busy morning and busy evening. Um, GM. Uh, GM, Merck, Pfizer, and MasterCard are probably the big ones this morning. Um, Allstate, AMD, Amgen, Electronic Arts, Mondelez are the big ones tonight. Um, and then as far as big macro events, you have the Fed coming up tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Again, the the big, uh, the, uh, the big uh, area of uncertainty is not so much rate policy. They're very likely to cut 25 basis points. It's more kind of their forward guidance. So they're likely to signal a patient bias, meaning that they're done. Um, the question is whether or not it's explicit in the statement. The word patient appears in the statement. That seems unlikely or it's more implied by Powell during the press conference. Um, that seems to be the way that they'll communicate that patient bias. And the market should be fine with that. Um, you get to China MBS PMIs Thursday morning. That's the first real big official economic data point out of China for the month of October. And then you have U.S. jobs and U.S. manufacturing ISM on Friday. And again, I think the manufacturing ISM is much more important. That jobs report will be very noisy. Um, owing to the GM strike. So that is it for Tuesday, October 29th. Thanks everyone for listening.